This is holding down the fort. What's up, everyone? Welcome back. Today, we are holding down the fort with Jaden Lobliner, catcher at Kansas State University. Jaden, what's up, baby? What's going on? How's it going, James? It's going, man. Let's, uh, let's jump right into it. So, uh, huge victory for uh, the Kansas State Wildcats here this past weekend at, uh, at Texas Tech. Um, walk me through what's been going on recently and uh, all the way back to the last time that I saw you. Yeah, so it's been a little while, but starting uh, starting off kind of more recent with this weekend. Yeah, it's been it's a big weekend for us and our team. Uh, I guess the whole K State community here. Uh, this was a big big weekend against Texas Tech that we kind of needed, and uh, we simply we took care of business. Right, we we need to take two out of three, and and that's what we did. Um, I know it's been a couple months since I've seen you and and kind of my time in uh, Niagara this uh, this past summer, and. I guess a lot's kind of gone on um, with the start of my college career and uh, I guess, and how that's kind of rolled on all the way to uh, to about almost a year now that it's been since, since I've kind of got there in, in Niagara. Yeah. And uh, so even let's uh, I'll segue it for you a little bit and let's say uh, mom and dad were, uh, we're making a big move last summer. So let's uh, mm -hmm. let's start off. Are they doing good? How's the new home? Have you been able to, uh, to visit them down in Texas recently? Yeah, it's been awesome. They're loving it down in Texas. Um, yeah, Dallas is a great area. Uh, I've been lucky to go there a couple of times um, since we've since they've kind of moved in uh, over the summer, put a pool in. So got to use that a few times. It's been been awesome. And it's I guess the best part for me is is going home on during winter break is is phenomenal because, you know, it's 65, 70 degrees and sunny. You can go play some baseball outside. Right. It's you know, where I grew up in Illinois. It's snowy and and five degrees out, right? You can't, can't really go do the things that you can in Texas. Looks a, looks a little, a little more similar to, uh, to Buffalo in Illinois than it does in, uh, than it does in Dallas. Yes, sir. Right. So, um, so this past weekend, go ahead, walk me back through the past, like two, three, four weekends that you've kind of gone through. I think, uh, you were recently at the university of Texas. I know that you guys have played, um, was it at Oklahoma or against Oklahoma? Give me some mm -hmm. of the, the past few weekends. And even if we don't want to talk scores and results, just some of the experiences, some of those new parks that you've been to recently. No, yeah, it's awesome. Being, being a first year here in, uh, in kind of the, the, the college environment and traveling to different places, uh, it's been unique. And it's, it's unlike high school baseball or any travel ball that somebody's went through. Um, it's, it's kind of fun and enjoyable. Um, and can get long, right? We started our season with the 10 and 11 day road trip in Texas. And, you know, at the start, like it's, it's awesome, right? It's your first road trip in, in, in college. And, you know, it's cool seeing these different places and traveling, you know, as a team on buses and, and planes and things like that. But, you know, it, it can get long, right? If you're there for 10, 11 days, you're kind of missing your own bed. Um, but it's, it's, it's fun kind of coming to these new parks and, and kind of, understand and see the other you know environments of different college towns too right and see see where uh college baseball really is and you know how important it is to the big 12 um and it's been cool to see that, that especially here right a lot of our um home games 
know, it's been phenomenal. We've had numerous sellouts. It's, it's just the, the impact that sports here kind of has at K-State is, is insane. And that's why kind of one of the reasons I chose to be here. Um, And I know you, you touched on a little bit, but traveling to schools like Texas and um, shoot, we've been, we've been a bunch of places, Baylor, um, we're about to go to Oklahoma state, like, you know, traveling to some of these parts has been, been unique, right? You see, you see these places and you kind of, kind of dream of playing there, right? You're like, wow, this is really cool. These environments that Friday night against, uh, you know, UT, right. That's something that you kind of dream about. You're like, wow, this is, this is pretty cool, right? The lights are bright. So, um, and, and, and dreaming, you, you want to be there. So it's been cool to, to kind of experience that and, and do it with the, the, the boys that you're with every day. So, so it's been awesome. Yeah. Watching, you know, like that, you know, probably seeing those situations as a, uh, as a younger guy on TV. Right. And you said really well, I think, and let's, we're going to, we're going to kind of roll right into that. Like how important it is for the fans at, at Kansas state. And when we talked to, to Cole Dunsing in episode seven, he was, between which is so he had about a four day recruiting process that he he said so he was a pitcher is a little different but his travel team had like four or five guys already committed to kansas state and he went and visited wichita state and saw the baseball facility the indoor facility the basketball facilities all the things there and he didn't go there because all that was so nice for baseball he said Mm -hmm. that the college football environment of Kansas state. He's from Kansas city, always Mm -hmm. imagined himself, you know, Saturday mornings, hanging out after practice, getting to the tailgate, getting, getting to hang out with the boys. Did we get some college football experience this fall? And even if we didn't, if we're working events, whatever it is, do we, we have to fully comprehend like how important sports are when we play at Kansas state university. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a, uh, that's a difference maker, especially when looking at different colleges, right? You, you gave an example, um, you know, somewhere, somewhere like Wichita state, right. A, a, a team that doesn't even have a football program, right. It, it makes a big difference. Right. Um, and I kind of went through the recruiting process, which was a much more different, you know, during COVID, but um, it was, it was awesome to come here and really see kind of the community and the environment that K-State has. And I think that's, arguably the number one thing that we're known for. Right. And I think the the year that the football team had and the basketball team had and the baseball team that we're going to have, like, that's, that's something that's special. And it only become, it it only becomes something special because of the community, right. The games that we have and, you know, selling out, you know, Saturday and Sunday versus, you know, Texas tech and massive important games. um, Like those, those are, those are meaningful, right. Cause we feed off the energy of the crowd. We feed off the, the environment. Right. So, so those things are, they play a big role into the games. Um, and regarding to the football and, you know, kind of the, the, the fall sports, you know, it was awesome to see not only their success, but also, um, you know, go and enjoy some of that a little bit. Um, yeah, those, those games are something special. And this, for a stadium that really only seats 50-ish thousand people, like, you know, it's, it's one of the loudest places there is. And it's crazy to see, you know, the, the entire community is there, right? So it's pretty cool to see everybody there in, in one spot. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember um, I visited in... I want to say 2013 and Cole was going to be recruited into, you know, he was there in the, the fall of 2016, he would have been. So they were building the football stadium at, at that time. And like 
both of us kind of had, had agreed when we talked about it, like, man, like you could, you know, me being there, that's 10 years ago now, like it's finally what it is now, right? Like you said, one of the loudest places in college football. And Mm -hmm. that's, is that left center gap of the, uh, of the baseball stadium? Is that right? Is that kind of over center field and over the field house? Is that still that way? It is. And unfortunately they're putting in a massive volleyball kind of facility and arena there. So it covers the cool view of, uh, um, Bill Snyder stadium, the, the football stadium, but you know, it's, it's, it's all right there. And it's cool. Cause all the facilities of, of all K-State athletics are kind of in one spot. So it's awesome. It probably makes it easier for the fans, right? A couple, one, two parking lots, right? It's, it's, it's consistent, right? You, you don't have to go to different parts of the town. It's all in one spot. Well, dude, in like watching the Nebraska volleyball team sell 83,000 tickets in two days, right? Like college sports, especially in the Midwest, right? Like it's a whole different ball game. Like you said, the community supports this. There's not a, you know, there aren't professional teams there. They come together over Kansas state athletic events and they might go in and support the golf champions, right? Like just mm-hmm. as much as they, as they support the football team in the fall. So how is it, uh, how has it been just like interacting with the community? Do you guys get to sign autographs after the game? Are you doing mm-hmm. community events? Give me a little bit about how we're involved, uh, you know, with the, with the rest of the K-State community. Um, it's awesome. I think it's, it's kind of, it's great to, to have so many, you know, younger fans and younger kids. And, you know, I see now that there's, there's these, you know, little league teams bringing their entire team to, to the games. It's pretty awesome to see that, watch the kids run around the field after the game and, and kind of sign the autographs, take pictures, do whatever, whatever they want. Right. Like, you know, we're college kids at the end of the day and, and we're, we're here to play baseball and have fun. And, you know, we remember that when we are in the shoes of those kids, like, I mean, an autograph, a picture, uh, you know, fist bump, a high five can go a long way. So we, we try to make sure that, you know, at any game, whether it's on the road and, you know, somebody's wearing a Texas hat, but really wants your autograph. Like those are like, you, you, you can make people's days. And I think, um, you know, you know, taking advantage of all those opportunities is, is important. And I think um, that's something I learned even last summer, you know, is taking advantage of each opportunity that you get um, to interact with any of the fans, because those people are there to watch you and, and enjoy it. And you're there to put on a show for them. So so that's, that's right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all part of it. Right. And I think, uh, you know, if, if last summer taught you anything, right. It's that regardless of the result of the game, right. Like you put the smile on, you give it back mm-hmm. to the kids, right. Like the kids are exactly. who are there till the end of the game of a, whatever the score may be kind of game, right. Whether it's your, your way or not. Um, it's real hard for, all of the guys, you know, over four or four strikeouts, one inning, six runs, you know, whatever, three airs, this guy, that guy, it's real hard to get back out there. And Hey, like, Hey man, how's it going? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me that right there. Like, that's great. That's great. That's great. Yeah, like, hey, that's, you know, automatic, you know, made their day. Don't care what the score is. It almost, you know, for me, being so removed from it as a, as a coach now, right? Like, is that a good opportunity at such a high level that, that I didn't play at, right? Like on the college level, a good way to reset day to day is like interacting with those guys after the game. It's like, all right, 
this is actually over. Like we've done like this part now. Right. However, whatever media stuff there is. And it's just like, okay, tomorrow's Sunday. And we really get to, you know, rather than dragging a result with you into, into Sunday, is it a good way to help you reset? Yeah, um, absolutely. I think it's, it's a big reset. And um, like I said, whenever those opportunities do present themselves, just, just go with it. Right. Whether, like you said, whether you're 0 for 4 with 4Ks or 4 for 4 with, you know, two home runs, like just take that opportunity and, and go with it and, you know, make somebody else's day. Like they're there to support you. So, so you should do, do your best to kind of, to, to support them. Right. And I think um, as a reset, right. Baseball is, you know, a, a game of failure. And if you can fail seven times and seven out of 10 times and be a hall of famer, then, then, then you're doing something right, which is, is crazy, crazy to say, but it's true in the game of baseball. And I think having those, you know, mental resets are, are really important. Dude. And like, you know, you just bringing that up and I don't even know if I've thought about this on my own before, but like that's two Oh, for four games and a four for four game. Right. So you mm-hmm. signing autographs, all three games, what mm-hmm. does that say about your character? Right. That's- like exactly. those, how often on when you go oh for eight, are you so mad you're not signing autographs? And the karma of the game is like, well, you know what, Jaden Lobliner, you don't really deserve that that little number that you were gonna get tomorrow. Like now you're two for four, and now instead of four for twelve, like you're two for twelve, and you know what, you're not a Hall of Famer, right? Like that's bad. Like that's bad of you to act like that. And that's bad for the game to pass it on. And with the rule changes and how to get people into it and this and that, and the other thing from the summer level and like the high school level of, you know, kids in the community who just look up to you guys, right? Like this is the way to get kids involved in the game is just like, give them the time of day, give them the, Hey, boom, catch it, throw it back. Right. Like it's so easy to build a fan for life by just like putting a smile on and saying like, Hey, this, this doesn't really matter. Right. Like this, this is so cool to be on this side of the, on this side of the foul line playing the game. Right. And like, I'm glad that you guys are here to just watch us. Right. Like be proud when you take this Anthem and you stand there with a kid and give him a dap after that's all it's about. So in Kansas, right? We've, uh, you know, we've grown up Illinois, Midwest area. Take me through the recruiting process as a high school guy, like really getting to Kansas state. Like, is it a certain PBR event? Is it a team that got us with another team? How do we end up, you know, even through COVID ending up on that team? Yeah. So through COVID made everything a lot more difficult, but the, the process for me, kind of went pretty smooth. Uh, went a lot smoother than some of my some of my boys, my teammates that that went through it you know, alongside me um, during that same time period. But for me, it started kind of right at the beginning of my sophomore year of uh, of high school. So I kind of uh, after sophomore year, I um, like our, our high school games got all got kind of canceled. Right. That's that's when COVID hit, and you know we we didn't even have a season. Um, so not having a high school season. So that, was, sorry, 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 sorry. Is that as your sophomore season started? Yes. yes as my, so, so my whole sophomore season of baseball for high school was completely canceled. Right. Uh, COVID just canceled that out. Um, and, 
and that was extremely devastating for our team and and and, and the team that we kind of had and were ready to make a state run again for. Um, was that little little senior senior heavy kind of lots of lots of leadership coming back things the, like that? Yep. The year before my freshman year, we were second in state and and we believed that that next year we were going to be even better and and we we wanted to prove them that like that was that was going to be our year and we didn't get the opportunity to. But um, what I used, I, I took advantage of that time and and focused on myself and got better every single day. Um, and and that that time was super important for me to to really just get better, right? Like that was something I had to grind every single day and and put my head down and just keep stay focused, right? We're not playing games. There's no games in the same future. Like got to stay focused and just get as best as I can possibly be. And and that's what I did. And then you know once things started to open up a little bit in Illinois um, and, and kind of around the Midwest. Uh, I found a perfect game showcase to go to just to kind of prove some of the skills that I've kind of amped up right myself and kind of improved on. And so went to that showcase, uh, did really well, put up the numbers. um, And we had our uh, travel kind of director and um, director of recruiting kind of post it out, send it to a couple of people. And I was on the phone with uh, Miami, Ohio the the next day. And so that kind of, that kind of was a starter. And for me, that was, you know, ecstatic considering I, we came from, you know, no games and nothing to, to, to just kind of put my head down and grinding and working and, and then kind of almost seeing, you know, opportunities unfold, right? Where does things started to open? So off the bat, I saw that, you know, the hard work was paying off. And from there, I just continued to take it. Once the summer kind of rolled around that summer, pro, um, post my sophomore year of high school, um, going into my junior year, that was a big summer for me because um, all those tournaments and stuff were, were, were kind of ways to create videos and, and show, show myself off on the internet, right? Because that was the only way um, without college coaches coming to watch me because that was, you know, against the guidelines and rules. Very, very little recruiting trail. Yes, absolutely. Right, right. right. There's, there's the college coaches aren't able to come watch you. It's, it's a lot more difficult to get recruited and get seen. So a lot of things went digital, right? Whether it's Zoom calls, um, posting videos, like I created a YouTube page, you know, to send it out to coaches. So everything's all organized and, and those videos are placed so they can go through and watch, you know, defense, offense, catching this, that, like, you know, all those are kind of there. And I think those are things that we had to, had to adapt, right? And on the fly. And, you know, my parents did a great job. My dad really helped me with those, um, those videos and, and, and kind of sending it out there and, I think um, it was really important to to kind of create that because as coaches started to to kind of um, lean in and, and, and contact my uh, my team, my coach uh, for the travel team, you know, we, I started to send those videos out and, and then started to contact with them. And I think that was that was kind of the jump start of, you know, talking to um, all the schools that I did and and one of those being Kansas State and and kind of kind of worked out, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I see the uh, see the the banner in the background. We're uh-huh. in the dugout uh-huh. every weekend, right? We might even be on the field a little bit. So, um, we're there, right? And it's been a uh, it's been an awesome run. Uh, the the summer process that you just went through this last summer, right? Obviously, you were here with us at the uh, the Niagara Power. Take mm-hmm. me through your senior year of high school. Did you guys make another run at the state? Were we kind of rebuilding? Did you help a team kind of get back on their feet? How did that end up going for you? Yeah, so it was a really unique experience um, for myself specifically. I was 
you know, we were pretty senior heavy um, and we lost uh, most of our starters the year prior. And, you know, I was one of the only returnees and, you know, from, from our kind of starting nine. And so it took a lot of leadership um, from me and from a couple of other uh, seniors, which was something I wasn't really used to. And I think that experience of being able to lead the entire team um, and kind of kind of be almost a role model or inspiration for the younger kids in our program, uh, the program back at St. Charles North High School, the high school that I attended. Um, I think being a role model really just kind of helped jumpstart those kids and, and, and they're off to a fantastic start this year as well. So I think um, the season didn't go to to our standard. Um, we we were pretty we were a pretty good team, but we didn't we made it. We kind of uh, you could say choked on our uh, first playoff game. But I think it was it was a frustrating ending. But it was it, looking back at my entire high school career, it was a successful trip, um, successful uh, couple of years. You know, unfortunate to not have a sophomore year and a sophomore season. But you know, looking back at it, I think um, developing right through those three to four years and then being able to have a big leadership role my last senior year was was important for me to to kind of get me and mold me into what I need to be today. Well, absolutely. And like, obviously your, you know, your play speaks for itself, but like you walked in here and you were, you're an automatic relationship guy with every single pitcher, right. With every single guy who kind of walks in here. Right. And like, that's, you know, that's an unspoken characteristic of a good catcher is just like starting to learn personalities i mean these pitchers are fucked up man right to be the nicest right they're they're weird they're you know they are different if you will like no matter what there is something wrong with with all of us and like it's up to you to just like hey Mm -hmm. like know the adjustments right like you're you're pretty much the mechanic for the entire staff so to take that leadership role on as a senior right like has to just build some stuff in here. Like, of course, this season is not, you know, um, we're not holding the trophy. We don't, don't love that part of it. Right. But like, there's a good chance to walk out there onto the mound and kind of, Hey, like you, you really gotta, you gotta get in line real quick. Right. And like walk back behind the plate and see somebody punch someone out. And you're like, do you get it? Right. Like you understand what I'm talking about? Like, get kind of, you know, kind of, kind of get some of these guys up to speed who are probably underclassmen at the time. Is that right? Yeah. And I think that was, uh, was a big role. I think it was a little challenging at first, right. Having some, uh, some younger players, which um, credit to them, they, they did a really good job, especially, you know, under the pressure that they must've felt. Um, I know I did even as an underclassman in high school, and I think it really helped them develop. And I think um, especially those younger underclassmen pitchers, um, I just, I, I feel like being able to kind of coach and mentor them, even as their catcher, um, really just, just help mold them throughout the entire season. I, I saw a big change from them in you know, two to three months and, and, you know, hopefully they, they kind of realize that as well. And I think, you know, yes, you're right. We didn't end up with a trophy, but being able to not only have those relationships, but also really help mentor and, and kind of get some of those players up on their feet and kind of you know, motivated to see like really how far they can take this outside of uh, high school and, you know, how big they really can dream and what they can really do um, to show them that I think was, was a success. Well, and like to have some pride in, in where you went to high school, right? Like those guys might move on to the next level. Right. And it's like, Hey, like I got to, you know, you kind of, you got those wheels turning, like, like you said about yourself, right? Like 
I had all this time where we were doing nothing. And it was like my decision to do work in that time mm-hmm. that really kind of set me apart by the time I went to an event. And then, you know, the work kind of speaks for itself. What are a lot of people during, doing during quarantine, right? Like we're making excuses. It's a, man, my gym's closed. Hey, like the facility's closed. Hey, Jaden got sick and he's not going to come train with me today. Like, the, you know, like, like we, we have found our way here through hard work and dedication to the, the game of baseball. And I can't help but think, right. As a, as a new dad, right. With a, uh, going on a three-year-old and a soon to be one-year-old, right. Like dad, Al, right. Has, um, some serious dedication in his life that he's had to some kind of sport or some kind of, uh, you know, something serious. Would you give us a little background on, um, him? And I believe it was some bodybuilding, correct? Yeah, that's right. So my dad is, uh, I guess, former pro bodybuilder. Uh, my uncle is, is as well. Um, so yeah, my dad's brother. So they kind of grew up and, uh, they grew up together and honestly, the bodybuilding stuff didn't happen until later. My dad definitely took after um, his younger brother, who's my uncle. And, you know, as he got into it, my dad started, I mean, this had to have been like his mid-20s. He kind of got into lifting, got into uh, to working out and training, and it just became kind of an obsessive hobby, um, to say. And it's still something he does every single day, right, to, to, to today, right, and on. It's something that he loves to do, and it's something that he's passionate about. And I think... That's honestly, you know, from, from my perspective has been one of the biggest or the biggest uh, parts of, you know, who I am today is, is learning from him and learning from his work ethic and his dedication, right? He talks um, and, and showed me, right? It's, it's, it's great to say something, but to really see it up close, like when my dad won his pro card uh, for bodybuilding, you know, he, he was up at 4 a.m. to train and, and work the entire day and then trained at, get, like trained at night and his, and you know, his insane diet and, and things that he had to do and stay sharp with every single day. Um, just, just show me like that true passion and dedication. Like when you put your mind some, to something like you can do it, you just have to grind as hard as you can. And, and, and you can't let anybody outwork you. Um, and to see that at a young age, um, kind of just instilled it into me and it's, it hasn't changed and it, it, and it won't for me. And I think, you know, hard work is something that I think, and I know I have over anybody, um, and I think that be having that instilled into me at a, at a young age was just, it was special. And I'm thankful that I did have that. And, and those experiences kind of shaped again, who I am today. And, and I think, you know, I'm, th- I'm thankful that, that I was lucky enough to, to have those experiences. Well, yeah. And it's like, it, it's almost, um, you know, we had on episode one, we had Griffin Conine who his dad, Jeff Conine, 14 year, you know, major leaguer is Mr. Marlin. He has, all these MLB accolades and, you know, Griff goes on to say like, well, yeah, until I was like 13 or 14, like I didn't even really, you know, love baseball. I wasn't even sure if like baseball was my thing. Like dad's not like shoving it down our throat, right? Like this is a straight observation kind of thing where you look, you see, and then like, as you grow up and like, see friends get older and then you're like, like, damn, this guy's on the right path, right? Like how lucky am I that 
He's in my household every day, like setting this example for me. And a lot of the time, you know, with our, you know, with our guys, um, you know, who are in here, once it turns into high school, it's like, wow, I wish, I wish I started lifting sooner. I wish I read more into my mobility sooner. I wish I was more, you know, performance oriented sooner. And it's like with a dad who's on top of all of that stuff, like you might be seven year old, seven years old and like eating three times the amount that other kids are eating. You have no idea. You're just like, Hey, we know this is going to pay off for you at some point. And hopefully uh, that was there. So did you just kind of observe things like you said, between him, your uncle, like it was just so easy to kind of pick up on the consistency and like the dedication to just like being really great at something. Exactly. You hit it, hit it on the head there. Um, It's just the consistently, consistency of you know every day just just going after what you want to do and I think um again learning that at a young age was super important and I think um just kind of getting a head start on the fundamentals um just really early was I think a big benefit and is is helping me to this point but you know my dad is super dedicated now and, and you think even as a bodybuilder um he he changes his mind just to just to Help me. He's done all his research and he's super dedicated into, into finding, you know, what, what he can do and what he can research to help me, right. Whether that's, that's performance enhanced training, like you said, mobility, you know, things, things that are, you know, hit, hitting mechanic wise, or you're catching um, drills, things like that. Like he is so dedicated into the, the finding what he can learn more just to help me that it's, 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 it's also incredible to see, uh, because it's important to not only work hard, but also learn, right. Being, being uh, like a sponge, like Kobe would say, I see the book in the background, like, you know, Kobe is a, is a huge inspiration to me too. Um, one of the reasons I'm number 24. Um, but like he, he showed like, you have to, he, he mentioned like, you have to be a sponge, right. You have to learn, you have to absorb um, and, and observe, right. Your environment. And I think that's what I did um, with my dad specifically. And, and I think that's just that's something I'm grateful for. And I couldn't, I couldn't help but to to think about it. And I didn't want to cut you off when you were going, but your dad's, um, you know, your story about your dad just working all day, being up at 4 a.m. It was, it brought me back to, uh, I saw a Chris Bosch video this morning and he was like, I set my alarm in order to be the first one at breakfast one morning mm-hmm. and I get to breakfast and Kobe beat me to breakfast. Well, Kobe didn't beat me to breakfast he beat me to breakfast with his ice packs on his knees. So his ice packs on his knees mean he's already worked out. He's like, what is this dude? This dude is better than He's actually battling an injury right now. He's not even playing that much. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's trying to get, uh, no, I finally get it. Like I get it. Like we're not going to be that good because we don't have that kind of dedication. Right. And like, sometimes it's, you know, some people make their minds up and it's, it's easy decisions for some people. No, it's not glorious every day. You don't wake up. Right. Goggins goes, I don't wake up and want to make these videos for you people. Right. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this every day, but like it, it has to be done. Sometimes you get up every day and like, especially this day and age, I know Sim said it recently, like, big leaguers don't look like this for a reason. The day of smoking cigarettes and drinking beers after games is over, Mm -hmm. right? Like there are people as driven as you who want to be as good as you. 
And now it's up to you about those, those minutes, those days, those, you know, those little things that you do. And then all of a sudden it becomes what we eat, what we're doing in our off time, our sleep quality. Right. And then like who we're around, who really kind of elevate us to, to learning more about how to get better. So we're not stuck in this. Yeah. I'm working really hard, but not learning anything about getting better and stuck in kind of a rut. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think, I think, uh, th those are things that people fail to realize is it goes beyond training. It goes beyond, you know, putting in the hours, right. That is, you know, vitally important, but, um, really having a set routine and, you know, being able to manage your time is super important, especially as I've kind of learned coming into college is like, you have to be able to manage your time, right. That's number one. And it is super, super difficult, but you know, it's something you just have to do right with class. I hope uh, I sorry to cut you off, but I hope your grades are, are not suffering as a, uh, a, a freshman at Kansas no, state university. No. But it, again, you just have, you have to stay on top of it, right? If you stay on top of it, you're going to be just fine. And I think it's, it's, it's less stressful when you have things planned out and kind of creating a daily plan each day does help. I think it's helped me. Um, that's something I would totally recommend is set your day out the night before or the, 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 the morning of, and, and kind of just go with it. Right. Not only that, it kind of gives you the sense of accomplishment, right? Like you check things off. You're like, boom, that like you, you, there's a sense of accomplishment and you feel good about yourself when, when you can check things off and say, boom, I, I accomplished this. I did this. I did that. So I think that's something that's important is like, you just got to be able to manage your time and, and, and just, and don't stop working hard, right? That's, that's the best thing is don't, don't stop working hard and know that every minute, every second of your day um, is super important. And, and if you really want to get to the places you want to be, and, and get to the goals that you set and, and achieve your dreams. And you have to work and you have to use every second of your entire day um, in, in invested into what you need to do to get better. And that means we're walking across campus on a mission. If you're trying to slow us down, you gotta, you gotta come along with us. If you're trying right. to, if you're yep. trying to get, you're you gotta be right on our pace, him. right? You're walking around them. Yep. So, so um, down for others. That's Listen, man. So th that is, that is huge. So big league dreams out of Jaden Loebliner, obviously we're going to go through some rapid fire stuff here as we're winding down. Um, tomorrow draft comes up and we're one of, you know, one of one Jaden Loebliner, Kansas state university catcher draft pick number one round number one, what team are we going to? What Jersey are we holding up and, and where do we want to, where would we want to spend the rest of our life? Whatever team drafts me, whatever team drafts me. We'll take, we'll take anywhere, all anywhere right. at all. That's, that's what we're taking. As long as, as long as the good Lord puts a Jersey on my back. That's right. That's huge. That's huge. All right. So now we'll go into, uh, if you had to pick a, a spirit animal, what is your spirit animal? Go a tiger. Tiger. Why is it a tiger? I have the tiger, baby. One of my favorite songs. Wow. Wow. What, what, so segueing into what is our walkout song this year and why did you pick it? I actually chose uh still Dre um, from uh, Dr. Dre and, and Snoop Dogg. I I'm, I'm into that. Uh, that no, that, that beginning hook, right? That, that is, it, just... that's, that's the thing, right? It's, if you hear that song, you know, who's up. That's, that's what's, that's what I'm going for. That's it. So everybody, everybody knows that I'm, I'm coming to the plate right now. Now you're a, a pretty young guy, right? So, um, thus far through life, if you could pick an age that you'd be stuck at forever, 
why would you want to stay there? Give me like a memory that might have happened at that age that would mm-hmm. that would want to keep us stuck there forever. Ooh, honestly, I kind of my just going off my gut reaction. I'm gonna go like uh, just senior senior year of high school. I don't, I don't know if you're gonna if you're gonna stay um, in one spot. I guess it's a cool spot to be at. I guess in your high school career, that should be kind of the peak, right? Um, and you know, only well, it depends on where you're going, Mr. Lobleaner. True. Right. It, it true. But to up until that point, it's the peak of your high school career. Um, and, and hopefully from there, you, you're ready to accomplish things and you have accomplished much uh, like a bunch by then. Absolutely. And I know you, like you said, the, you know, the trophy didn't kind of come, come out our way, but we had, you know, a lot of, a lot of good leadership experience uh-huh. that came mm-hmm. out of it. And, Going up to that, it was, you know, it was a good spot to be in, right? That's right. If you were going to be a, uh, any kind of drink, what kind of drink would you be? I'm going to go the boring one. I'm going to be water. Do you like water? You, well, you, you like water. Why do you want to be water? Just going to keep it simple. Um, You don't have to complicate things, right? Just, just going to go with water. It's, it's nutritious. It's, it's ideal for the body and it's, you need it to recover and you need it to perform. Right. So that's what I'm going to go with. All right. Last one here. If you could pick one celebrity who would come watch you play this weekend at Kansas state, who do you want to come watch you play? Oh, uh, Dwayne Johnson, the rock. You love Dwayne Johnson, the rock. I will go with him. He's a beast. Absolutely. Well, listen, my guy, do you smell what the rock is cooking? I appreciate all your time. Have all right. a great night. All right. All righty. You too. Thank Peace. you, James. We'll see you. Thank you for listening to Holding Down the Fort. This is Jimbo Fort reminding you to hold it down. Be on the lookout for our new merch. Anybody who has any questions for the show or for our guests on the show, please email us at holdingdownthefortpod at gmail.com. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube for all the latest updates and to hold it with us. Thank you again. We look forward to having you back for the next episode.